Get a year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy, happy Saturday, good people. Praying you all are doing well. Pray you all are taking care of yourselves. Feeling good this Saturday. Feeling good. Literally just walked in the house on time. I was like, damn, I'm about to be in a car doing this damn show. But nope. Figured it out. When there's a will, there's a way. Feeling good. Sean, how you doing, my man? My bad. I was tweeting the link, so I couldn't hit the mic. But I'm doing well, bro. You know, got got a dove. You're, you're, everybody know what time it is today. I'm doing well. How are you, bro? <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have a blast this, this afternoon. Uh, Cedric, how you doing, my boy? What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy Saturday, man. I'm chilling. Just made a couple of juices. You know what I mean? Some cucumbers, celery, and all that. Cleaning my sneakers. Just a just a chill Saturday morning. Let's rock. All right, bet. What bet, you bet. your sneakers with? Uh, Rejuvenator. Okay. Are you, you familiar with that? I feel like it's one of them things people try to hand you in the mall. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. But I mean, they give you three brushes. You got the shoehorn. You know what I'm saying? The cleaner. So, you know, it works. Okay. Thank you. All right. I love the bonding we have here. Good way to start the show because I feel like it's going to go completely opposite once the show uh, gears up. Um, but uh, yeah, great to hear that. Great to hear you taking care of yourselves, Cedric. Um, all right, let's jump in. I mean, I feel great. Julito, I ran three miles this morning. I, I rode the I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I see. So proud of you, man. Listen, man, juice life. Is better than said life. I'm going to just be honest. For your health. But for content purposes, I'm going to need said life back very, uh, Costa said, very soon. Very soon. But people like the juice. They hit me and they hit me. They say, what juice are we drinking today? Oh, okay. Yeah. As I said, I'm going to need Costa (laughs) said back immediately. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Nah, I'm proud of you though. Shout out to everybody that's here. Listen, I understand, man. It was tough for me to make it to the show today. Uh, I understand, man, like, it's a Saturday, you know, you got other things, better things to do, like, we really understand, so thank you for being here, we we really, really appreciate it, um, and I don't often say this, but, uh, you know, share the, share the space to your friends, man, you know, there's a lot of people who hit me like, yo, I'm not really even active on Twitter, but I just listen to KCDA, like, that's really dope. We we want to expand the community. We want people to know that we're here outside of like the quote unquote Twitter, Nick's Twitter. Use the you know, expand it, you know, and, and tweet it out. Or, or send it to your group chats and your friends' groups and all that good stuff, you know. Always looking to have new people join the community. Um, all right, let's jump into this game. Um, I'm gonna be extremely short because I did not watch the game. At all, not even one second of it. I was at the Millennium Tour <laughs> concert. Shout out to um, my brother too. Um, you know, got here. I was there rocking with them. It was a great night. From uh, I really enjoyed the concert. 
uh, Bow Wow and Mario and Kerry Hilson and all these. Uh, it, it very nostalgic. Very nostalgic. That was pretty cool to experience that. It's always a good time when I go. I've, I've been going for the last few years. Uh, so that was a great time. So I was doing the chicken head and lean with it, rock with it, you know, while the Knicks was playing. So I don't know what happened. I just know the Knicks won, um, which is always good. Um, I could have bet, you know, a million dollars that they were going to win, as they should. I could. I was very certain Everyone was going to have a good game as well. I mean, I'm sure I'm about to hear the breakdowns of, you know, how it looked. But, I'm, I listen, those are the games. That's a, It was the perfect game to have after that Nets game, after that embarrassment. It was a, you know, perfect team to play who just not that good, in my opinion, even though I know I heard that they went on like a late game run and cut it within four later in the game. So, listen, you beat up the bad teams and – I just want to see it against good teams. I want to see it against good defenses. I want to see it against competent organizations. I'm not that moved by this win. I'm not that moved by RJ. I know you're about to have a field day, Sean. I'm just not that moved. Um, I just want to see it against good teams. That's it. Um, before I go to Sean, I will say shout out. I was chilling with Jada Kiss last night. He had came from the game, and he pulled up to the concert, and we was backstage chilling. He's a huge fan of uh, – of what we do here at KCDA. This is not my, me making this up. This is uh, words from him, him himself. Uh, he, he, he knows about it. They know about it. The people know about it. And they're fans of it. Uh, so shout out to Kiss. I've known Kiss for quite some time. Uh, since maybe like 15 years now. So it was dope to hear that come from his mouth. He always, sh- pause. He always shows hella love. When I see him, so it was dope to hear that he's a you know supporter of the brand. So shout out to Kiss. Um, shout out! I see they had all the hip hop legends in the building last night. Uh, you know, so you look, Ronnie Feig is gonna bring something to the garden. And, and listen, the garden is just one of those places where you know, like it's always gonna be star studded. But like, I love when I see like the culture in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to see like you know. The uh, Netflix stars and, you know, these network TVs. That's cool. Like, bring the culture, man. We need the culture in the building. I love what Memphis is doing out there. Like, they're incorporating their culture into the team. And it's infectious. The energy is infectious. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, it's great to see, like, <laughs> you know, like Game of Thrones characters at the Garden. But also, like, where's the culture? We're going to say this is Mecca. This is New York. I, I want to see the culture in the building. So, seeing that last night. Shout out to Joe. He's always there. Seeing Fab, I haven't seen Fab at a game ever in all the years I've been going. Haven't seen um, Jimmy at the games in all the times I've gone. So, like, I was dope to see that. So, you know, shout out to Ronnie Fee for that. Congrats to getting that creative director. Um, yeah, man. A good, good win. A much-needed win. And I'm happy they got it. So, let's, hear, let's, let's get to the breakdown of the game. Sean. Enjoy your field day. Enjoy enjoy your victory lap. It's on you. Um, yeah, man. It was really dope to see all, all the legends out there yesterday. And I, I think that is really important. I've always thought it was really important. I've always, like, envied how Memphis, like, uh, you know, uh, integrates their culture into the fan experience. And I honestly feel like it adds to their home court advantage and, like, just the experience of their team. Um, 
So hearing that Jadakiss even knows about the show is super dope because I've been a Jadakiss fan since I could like listen to music. Um, but yeah, nah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it really is. I said this before, but it shouldn't be a victory lap. Like, it it, it shouldn't be a victory lap. I, I don't understand why it's a victory lap because I shouldn't be running by myself. Like, we should all be running. We should all be on this lap together. And that's that. That's all that I want, honestly. Um, you know. And so last night's game, excuse me, we beat the Pistons. I'm all for you know if people feel like okay, you know, it wasn't an impressive win. We we're supposed to win that game. Yes, we're supposed to win that game. It's also important to win the games you're supposed to win. Um, so I'm glad that we won it. I'm glad that we you know pulled it out. But yeah, like we were supposed to beat the uh, Pistons, especially at home, especially with no Cade Cunningham. So I'm not saying, oh yeah, this win should have you inspired to think that we're going to the finals. Not at all in any way. I don't want anybody to try to paint it like I'm saying that at all. Uh, but it is a win, and you know I, I I do appreciate it, and I do appreciate some of the things we saw. Like I appreciated Jalen. Having you know, Jalen played like shit against Brooklyn, and all of a sudden now, when people do this narrative thing, Brooklyn is this elite team. Brooklyn is not an elite team, especially now without Kyrie Irving. We had a horrible night. We had a horrible night. Kevin Durant is an absolute superstar, like mega star, one of the greatest players to ever lace his sneakers, one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball in the world. Kevin Durant is not the reason we scored eighty-five points. Like we just had a horrible night. It was a horrible night for everybody. Um, it was, it, we just looked awful. We didn't have any continuity. We weren't running any offense. So it wasn't like, oh man, we ran into this elite team that was a buzzsaw and they, you know, really shut. No, like we just played absolutely terrible. And so I'm glad that we didn't play absolutely terrible again. I'm glad it didn't become a habit. Like I said, I was leaving that game behind me. And so to leave that game behind me, I had to move into this one. You can only play the team you're playing. Um, so I'm glad that we saw Jalen, you know, 26 points, seven assists, no turnovers. I'm glad that we pushed the ball in transition more. I think that makes us a better team. Um, I think that, you know, with some of the things that people say about Jalen not facilitating or setting others up, that that Nets game, he was hogging. But I, I honestly think that we just were completely out of rhythm. And, you know, you see the clips of, you know, I, I think that I think that Kevin Durant really did get in Julius Randle's head and make him think this was like, you know, battle of the stars. And, you know, he tends to do that against the Nets. But, like, at a time, he was having an all-NBA season, so it didn't matter. But I think he really did. Right back at you. And I'm sure, you know, they say things like that to each other every game. But, like, you know, I really think he was caught up in it. And, you know, our offense started to kind of – we just had nothing going at all. Um, So I was glad to see some continuity. And I also think that part of the, you know, lack of, uh, you know, floor general, the people seeing him or whatever, may also be from, like, a lack of – offensive continuity period a lack of offense being run because like when we get out of trans he made some passes in transition yesterday man like he put like he collapsed the defense and made some kickouts that were just beautiful like that were beautiful whether you think he's a floor general or not i'm fine with that like i'm you know i like i said i wasn't i'm not on I, i'm always i feel like i'm always gonna be as objective as possible, in my opinion. I mean, maybe people feel like I'm a little less objective with RJ, but I feel like I, I, when he's not good, I say he's not good. So you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really feeling those Brunson comments. But the Nets game, I understood them. That he was bad. He was not looking for guys. So like, I understood him completely. But I also think that you know we can't like dive into that narrative too much because he he does a really good job. Like he, he broke the defense down. He made that, that one kick out he made to RJ where he like flicked it over his shoulder. 
Um, and RJ knocked the three down. It was beautiful. Then he got in the lane, cased it to RJ in the corner. RJ drove. He re uh, he replaced RJ in the corner. Like, just because he ended up with a shot on that play doesn't mean he wasn't playmaking. Um, and then in transition, man, he had a couple plays. Like, one play, he drove all the way, and then Julius was trailing, and he, like, kicked it to Julius. The average person doesn't even see Julius there. But, like, he's always, you know, he's got, like, he's got really good peripherals when he drives. Um, he does a really good job of collapsing the defense and creating for others. And so, you know, I, I really like seeing that from Jalen Brunson, regardless of who I saw it against. Um, and now we're going to, Julius, he had 21 points. He was 8 for 16 from the field. He was over 7 from 3. That means he was 8 for 9 from inside the arc. I would like to see us focus more on that. I want Julius's game to be more inside out. Like, I, I, I like that he hit shots against Minnesota. Um, I like that he, you know, hit some shots against Brooklyn. But I don't want us to be like, you know, I like I don't want Julius to be Kevin Love. Um, I want Julius to be playing off of Jalen and playing off of RJ and getting easy looks that way. And I think it would be more effective for him as individually and more effective for us as a team. Um, and then it would it would improve his shot profile where he's taking those shots that he was eight for nine on last night rather than the ones that he was over seven on. Like if three of those Julius threes turned into twos. And then he's over three from three, and maybe he makes two of the twos. That's a that's a different ball game. It's literally a different ball game. But either way, he still shot fifty percent, still shot well inside the arc, um, rebounded and made some big plays late. But I just want us to like use him differently. Like I, I want him to be, you know, I want him to be used out of the short role, um, making quick decisions there because he he has the ability to make good decisions. But you know, he's a good passer. He has vision. And he's a tough guy to deal with on the like. That's what I was so excited about in preseason. I was like, okay, it looked like it was like Jalen and RJ, and then Julius playing off of them in a way that he was the third option, but kind of always the second option because he was always playing off of who was the primary in the moment. And I think that was the most effective way to use him because not only like defenses can't load up on him one, but then he's able to attack one on one on on weak side defenses almost all the time, and he's a very tough guy to deal with one on one on the weak side. Um, so that's how I'd like to see him used. And I think that would do much better for him and us as a team. I mean, the mid three or whatever people want to call them, you know, they're 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 putting up twenty each of them in a lot of games. They're all averaging twenty pretty much. Danny B called it. He said, you know, I, his hot take going into the season was that we could have three guys average twenty, and that is indeed nothing to sneeze at. Um, and then I mean, R.J. Barrett, man, R.J. Barrett. Um, I it, it's, there's a lot of nasty conversation that happens, man, and it's really weird. Um, and like I said, I'm cool with if you feel like the Pistons, um, aren't a team we should be that happy about beating. I'm not mad at you. Like I'm still glad we got the win. I prefer it to a loss. I watched the game, so I watch. We all watched the game. We all tweet about the game, and then a bunch of people say the game doesn't matter. Like so, then why'd you watch it? Um, but yeah, like I, I, I as far as individual performances. We got to stop doing that, bro. We got to stop doing that. We got to be fans of our team, bro. We got to be fans of our team. We got to be fans of our players. And that doesn't mean, oh, you got to feel like, oh, yeah, everything is going so well. We don't have any problems at all. Everybody's perfect. Not saying any of that. Don't put any of that in my mouth, please. Uh, pause. But um, like we got to start being fans of our players and the players on our team because to have a guy go 30 points, five rebounds, five assists on 60% from the field and, like, your first thought is, oh, well, he doesn't do this against the good teams and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I, there was a guy yesterday in my mentions, oh, can I find it? Can I find it without having to look too long? This guy came my mentions hating yesterday, and then he was like, oh, and somebody came and was like, yo, what are you talking about? And then dude was like, oh, 
Um, show me his stats against the good teams, blah, blah, blah. And then my man pulled up his stats and showed him the stats for the last, like, five, six games. And he was like, oh, uh, you think he was impactful in those games? Like, you're you you you're swayed by stats? You're a casual. He was like, you, I, you simply asked me for the stats, and I provided them. And it's just like, yeah, people just move the goalposts so they can hate in whatever way supports them. Like, it's ridiculous. I need that to stop, bro. Like, he doesn't do it against the good teams. He dropped 46 points on the number one defense in the league last year. He, this, this 30 points on 60% thing is not new. He had like 11 to 12 30-point games last year, considering he only had one in the first half of the season before he started actually touching the ball. And then after that, he scored. He had like 10 in the second half of the season. And out of those 10 30-point games, like six or seven of them at least were on 60% shooting efficiently. And he, was, he did it against the number one defense. He did it on the Mavs, who were playing excellent defense at that time. They were like a top five rated defense at the moment. He did it on the Spurs paces. Like, he just, he was doing it to everybody. So, like, stop it. Stop, like, just, just be happy about the game. Just be happy about the game. Like, I don't understand. Our 22-year-old player, and I every time I bring up his age, people think that I'm just kidding. But, no, look around the NBA, scour every roster you can, and find a 22-year-old who can put up 30, five and five on 60 percent and then ask me if their fan base would be hating on it after the game any 22 year old in the league who can do that their fan base would be extremely excited about it but somehow as nick fans we find a way to be like oh no well it was against the pistons it doesn't matter what team it's against last week shay dropped 35 34 or 37 and five he dropped 30.7 seven rebounds five assists on the pistons and y'all slobbered him and it was a loss and y'all slobbed on his knob. Oh, my goodness, Shea. And I'm not saying that RJ is Shea. Shea is elite. He's amazing. He's phenomenal. But, like, y'all didn't say, oh, well, it was against the Pistons. This doesn't matter. Why don't we ever say that for anybody else's players? Huh? But our players, we got to put all kind, of all kind of disqualifiers and all kind of disclaimers on good performances. Like, MSG, we all watched the game, and it wasn't a national televised game. So we all watched the game on the same channel. MSG put yesterday was RJ's best game of the season, and before and before that game was included, MSG put up a graphic of his last six games where he was averaging 22 points, shooting 47 percent from the field and 44 percent from three. What? 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 What are we talking about? What are we talking about when everybody's like, oh, he's not good. He's not playing well. I need to see it consistently. Over the last seven games out of a 12-game season, so for more than half the season, you didn't need to see it consistently when he was playing terribly. You saw a bad game or two, and he was asked. He was mid. But now he puts seven games together where he's shooting, like scoring 23, 24 points a game on damn near 50% from the field, over 40% from three, and like 75 from the free throw line, and you need to see it more consistently now to have something to say. Why? Why is that? Why would you rather the glass be half empty than half full? I don't understand. I, I don't, I, I don't, I cannot wrap my head around that, bro. I'm not saying everybody's got to believe in RJ the way I do. I'm not saying everybody's got to think RJ has the potential I think he has. But can we evaluate the actual basketball he plays? Can we objectively evaluate the basketball he plays? I don't get it. He's on our team. Like, I, 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 I cannot. Wrap my head around it, bro. It's like, oh, you know, he's 
He's not. He's not it. Like blah blah blah. One bad quarter. It don't even. It don't. It don't even take a bad game for y'all. If RJ has a bad quarter, my mentions are on fire. Oh, he's mid. He's not it. I told y'all. Blah 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 blah. But he put seven games together of a very good stretch out of twelve, and it's not enough. Y'all haven't seen enough. Oh well, it's not good. It's the Pistons. I need to see it against. Shut the hell up. Shut up, bro. Shut up. I'm so tired of it. It's really annoying, bro. Y'all gotta stop. It has to stop. At some point, we have to root for the players on the team, bro. There's no way. Like, and then even the whole victory lap thing and the way that people are like, oh, Sean's going to. I don't get that either. Why are we, like I said, why are we not all running together? Yo, Cam Hive was the most annoying collection of people over the summer. It had nothing to do with Cam Reddish at all. I had no issue with Cam Reddish. I had nothing nothing against Cam Reddish, but Cam Hive was like rooting against Quentin Grimes and all kind of stuff, and oh, Cam is the most talented, and oh, we need Cam, 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 Cam for a player that we'd never seen do anything as a Nick. And it was annoying. It was very annoying. But when Cam played well, I never felt like, oh man, here come these Cam fans. They're going to be happy because he did it for the Knicks. So I was happy too. So why are we resentful about good performances from players that are, are, are we're clearly invested in. That doesn't make any sense to me, bro. And at some point, y'all got to look yourselves in the mirror and ask yourself questions like, what does fanhood mean to y'all? Like, people be like, oh, RJ stands, oh, blah, blah, blah. They sucking RJ, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, yo, sorry I'm a fan of the team. Sorry I'm a fan of the team. Sorry that, I, that yeah, RJ Barrett is my favorite player. Sorry that the player that we drafted third overall, who's 22 years old, who has improved every season and we and became the first first-round pick since Charlie Ward to get extended, is somebody that I root for. I apologize. I don't get it, bro. I really don't understand, but it's really annoying, and I feel like it's ruining the – like, like, basketball discourse is getting disgusting. Because once again, people are bigger fans of their narrative than they are of the team or the players on it. And it, it's, uh, it's, it's really gotten to a point where it's out of control. I didn't see one single person. I saw y'all putting Shay's stat line up. I saw it. I saw y'all in the timeline after it. And he lost the fucking game to the Pistons. And nobody said, oh, it was the Pistons. Or, oh, he lost. Nobody said none of that. But somehow, R.J. Barrett, 30 points, five boards, five assists. I saw somebody say, oh, we're not seeing enough of him playmaking. This is one of the best playmaking games we've seen from him. And honestly, in my opinion, my, my, my bad, my mom called, so it went out. But, yeah, in my opinion, RJ didn't even get the ball enough last night for real. Like, <laughs> like there were points in the, when RJ had a 20-point first half, and even in the first half, he didn't get the ball enough. I was like, yo, like, we need to be running through him more. Like, he's 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 got everything going. He's getting to the basket. He's finishing through track. Like, he did everything. Y'all was complaining. Every, if he misses a layup, oh, RJ can't finish. RJ can't finish. He's going to the basket. He's taking guys off the dribble. He's finishing in traffic. He's bullying. He's uh, getting through the lane, bullying through Isaiah Stewart, not getting the call, even though he should have. Isaiah Stewart is a great shot blocker. I ain't seen nobody say nothing about his finishing then. He finished with the right, too. I ain't seen nobody say nothing. Nobody said anything. But let him have missed that layup. RJ can't finish. Blah, 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 blah. Like, he did everything you wanted him to do last night. And it was still a problem. And so, if, if, if it's going to be uh, next time, next time we play a team where no matter what happens, regardless of the team or individual performances, you're going to hate on it or say it doesn't matter, please do me a favor and don't watch the damn game. 
Don't watch the game and don't tweet about it because it doesn't matter. But y'all want to be all over the timeline. Y'all want to be commenting on every single thing that happens. Clearly it matters. We play 82 games. It doesn't matter who we play against. It doesn't. We need, Every win counts as one win. It goes in the record as one win. Like this whole, if, if you beat an elite team and you come home and you lose to an ass team, it's not going to be like, well, you beat an elite team. So this they're not weighted differently. There's no weighted GPA for records. There's no weighted GPA for performances. And like I said, you can feel like you're not impressed by beating the Pistons without Cade Cunningham. I'm with that. I understand that. That makes sense. But to evaluate individual player performances and say, oh, well, he, it, it's the Pistons, so it doesn't matter. It's 30%, on, it's 30, it's 30 points on 60%. Y'all beg for efficiency. Y'all get efficiency. It's not enough. Y'all beg for playmaking. Y'all get playmaking. It's not enough. Y'all beg for finishing. Y'all get finishing. It's not enough. Y'all beg for the jumper to fall. The jumper falls. It's not enough. Shut the hell up, bro. Shut up. Um, quick, saw, saw a couple quick jumpers fall last night. That was really, that was really good for me. I needed that for my psyche and my sanity. Uh, he was two for three from three. Really enjoyed it. I, I really love when Emmanuel Quigley's jumper goes in and I hope it starts happening more consistently. I see the reports about teams been calling about Emmanuel quickly. Um, I know the team's been calling about Emmanuel quickly long before now. So I'm not, I don't really, I'm not moved by it. I mean, the fact that it's coming out from major reporters, Ian, that's a, that's a bigger deal, but teams have been calling about Emmanuel quickly. Um, but you know, just really, I'm, I'm really happy he performed that way. Um, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just tired of it, bro. Cut it out. Like we are fans of the New York Knicks. Please be fans of the New York Knicks and stop, stop trying to be the anti-fan, bro. Stop trying to be the anti-fan. And I'm not even talking to like, I see Papa left put a thumbs down for one of the things I said. I'm not even talking to him. I, I understand the position of we beat the Pistons. I'm not impressed. I want to see us do this. That's fine. But, like, as far as individual performances, like, your first thing to say about a 30-point game on 60% being, oh, where was that against Brooklyn? Oh, what? why don't we? Well, shut up. Shut up. It's on you, Seth. Every morning. Lord, help me. The Bible says that the Lord hears the prayers of the righteous. Now, all those who listen to KCDA know that I am a heathen, but I do love the Lord. Lord, help me. Heal me. Beat the, the midday, midday allegations for this team. Save me. Father God, I'm asking you to help me beat the Jalen Brunson isn't a real PG chatter on my timeline. Save Lord, I'm asking that you help my brother Broadway Barrett to have good games against bad teams, good teams, and everything in between. Set me free. Father, help me to stomach watching Julius Randle, a career 33% three-point shooter. And Lord, might I add, that number is only that high because of an empty season with no fans in the stands. Help me, help me to stomach watching him call for the ball to take bad shots. Save me. Help me to stay away from the kids store in Madison Square Garden. But my pockets are not built like that. Sanctify me. Lord, forgive me. Yeah. Forgive me for my defenses of Evan Fournier because of all of his fever, fiber, I don't give a fuck how you say it. 
skills have abandoned him, Lord. Lord, I want you to help me understand yeah. maybe IQ is not a shooter so that I won't be disappointed in his poor shooting nights. Lord, help our brother Cameron Elijah Reddish to reach his potential and stop thinking he's too cool for school before he ends up on the Beijing Ducks. Father God, we ask that you help Brother Farron Hunt to find good Southern cuisine in the city of New York. Help that brother tune his ears so that he may understand that his hip hop takes are trash. Lord, I wanna pray for the brothers I host this show with. That Julito won't get us into any more beefs on the timeline, for he is an artist and he is sensitive about his shit. Father God, I wanna pray for Sean that his hyperbolic praise of RJ Barrett doesn't mark him in these NBA streets, that people will still take my brother seriously when he talks back. Listen, I'm getting ready to close, y'all. I'm getting ready to close. Father God, protect me from the idiots of Nick's Twitter who seek to divide this great nation, the men and women who may not be bright but have access to a smartphone, dear God. Father God, I'm asking that you keep those with low intellect away from me, Father God. And last but certainly not least, Father God, I ask you to help our brother Obadiah Toppin and his mama Ronnie Toppin, his father Obadiah Sr. and his younger brother Jacob. We pray that Obi doesn't get so fed up with this bullshit front office and fake win now coach and Tom Thibodeau that he acts out and goes on to greener pastures to play winning basketball. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We're going to send that collection plate around. Father God, if you have it in your soul, we're going to say that you add in a dollar or two or ten or 20. Send that collection plate around. Thank you, uh, Pastor Cedric. We appreciate you and your sermons. Again, the collection plate is going around. Find it deep in your heart, in deep in your pockets, going to the very ends of the pockets. To tip Brother Cedric for what a sermon we have experienced. All right. Um, this show is fucking nuts. Uh, I did not expect the first 30 minutes to look like that. Oh, the time is one, two, three, four. I catch this time every day. Just want to, if anybody's into spiritual stuff like that, numbers and all that. I catch one, two, three, four every day. Okay. Uh, yeah, wasn't expecting the show to uh, start like that, but I'm so glad it did. You guys are really good at this shit, man. You guys are really good at this shit. All right. Uh, the people I have on stage now are the people we're going to go to. We are not going to have this be a long show. Please do not request to come up. These are the four people we are going to, and we're getting up out of here. We're going to start today's co-host with Jay Nicky. Jay Nicky, talk to me. 
Good morning, good afternoon, boys and girls. I hope y'all all doing well, man. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm really just going to piggyback off what Sean said. It is disgusting, these takes. And it's honestly, it's not even just from Julius people. It's from, I mean, it's from the RJ uh, haters. It's from the Julius haters, the IQ haters. It's weird. I don't know why we root for this team and we literally hate everyone on the team. It's like, what are you actually rooting for? When we win, you're miserable. When we lose, we're miserable. Uh, I know I was on here saying I don't care about the team. And the stance of it, I kind of still stands. I kind of just really don't see progression going forward. But the RJ stuff is just so weird. Uh, everyone hates RJ on our team except – let me just say this. Everyone hates RJ in the league, but that's really just our fans. Like, when you go and look around the league, people hold spaces about RJ, talking about actually how good he is. NBA players sing his praises, but apparently that means nothing. Uh, they don't know basketball, but uh, the haters do. Uh, he's mid. He uh, can't finish, can't make layups. It's really corny. Uh, Julius Randle, hate talking bad about him. He kind of has to go, though. Uh, there was countless plays I've seen last night where he's just not involved in the offenses, and he just doesn't move. He literally will stand in people's way. It's the most weirdest thing I've ever seen. And, yeah, I'm just tired of seeing that. Uh, he got to go. That's my guy. Uh, I wish nothing but uh, well for him, but, yeah, it's time to go. And this whole IQ, attach him to Julius, bad take. Why would you? That's a soft reset without even actually playing into the fact that it's a soft reset. That's not something you do. It actually sets you back because now you have no young guard to move forward. And IQ is probably one of our best undersized defenders that you need in, in this game. In this game, I'm sorry I'm out of breath. I don't even know why I'm out of breath. It's because I'm trying to hurry up. I'm on my most stuff right now. Um, but, yeah, this take sucks. I apologize, but I wasn't expecting to go first. But, yeah, that's all I got. Nah, you was spitting. Um, yeah, that was good stuff, Jay. Good stuff. I'm going to need you to get a, a, a ventilation system, but you was playing yeah, in Man said he was out of breath. <laughs> yeah, very he was, well. He was uh, doing his best Mo impersonation. <laughs> that's what he Bro, said. To Mo. I don't know how he does that. That is hard. <laughs> that's what she said. That is what she said. Woo! Um, yeah. We're here for a good time. Very, Jay, right Jay, after I church. Like, I saw, I saw some up. of what she was seeing last night, and it, it's crazy. I saw, uh, you know, J Jalen was mic'd up. And I really think Julius Randle might be Debo on this team. Like, I think Cats is scared of this dude. The way he be calling for the ball, and you know he's about to do some bullshit, and they give him the ball anyway, and they look like they don't want to give him the ball. I heard Jalen saying, you, Drew, you, you, you ready? Right? It was, it, was, it, was, it was a mild, you ready? When he was talking to Obi, he was like, you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> there's a little bit of, like, homies out here. He's like 6'9", 250, and I think he's out here punking motherfuckers. I don't know. You know who's not scared of him, though? RJ, because I don't know if y'all seen a play last night. There was a play where it was an inbound play, and Julius and JB are standing, like, next to each other. Ju and RJ looks at Julius, but passes it to Jalen Brunson. And Julius literally kind of, like, shrugs, like, yo, what the heck? Like, why didn't you give me the ball? And it's just like, yo, bro, you just – I don't I, I don't trust you. You should not be bringing the ball up. Give it to the real point guard and move out the way. I think Julius needs to understand that's what he needs to do. He needs to move out the way. Sean uh, made a great point. Um, I'm sorry, Sean. Sean made a great point, and I was actually going to run that stat too. But, um, you know, Julius was really nice inside the arc, right? The 0 for 7, you know, from 3, it, it, it's like, bro, I get it. You, you, you hooked off against Minnesota. But, like, this ain't your bag, fam. Like, you ain't got it, right? And, and you do so much better inside out. And I just wish he understood that. And he takes so many threes that are like, bam, that's not even a good shot. So it's just it's frustrating to watch. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I just I think you know uh, it, that comes down to coaching too, bro. Like, because even if he was punking the players, like at some point the coach has to do what's best for the team. And us running through Julius Randle, like I, I don't understand, uh, especially on that like last night, bro. And that's been my thing. Uh, I see these ain't jokes being here. 
And, um, you know, he was in, the, in that next chat y'all have, he was telling me, oh, you know, RJ is not, you can't run through RJ, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, on nights where RJ has it going, you can look to go to RJ more and you can get him better opportunities and better looks. Like, you know, RJ, uh, like, okay, a lot of times last night, Killian Hayes ended up on RJ. At that point, I don't want to screen. Like, they had Killian Hayes on RJ and then they had uh, either Julius or Hart come set him a screen. And then uh, Diallo, like, pre-switched the screen so that he could be the one to switch on to RJ after the screen. It's like, you had Killian Hayes on him, and now he has Diallo on him, who's a much better defender and much stronger. No! If RJ has Killian Hayes on him, everybody get the hell out the way, clear the side, and let him go to work. And he did a really good job attacking Killian He had that shot across the lane that could have been an N1 little, like, uh, one-leg Florida kind of thing. Real pretty. Like, that's how we should be doing it. RJ, you know, like I said, he had 30 points. It was a great game, but I do not believe he got the ball enough, especially in the second half. He did a lot of standing and watching the whole Julius and Jalen two-man game, and I don't get that. Like, RJ had, I think he took five shots in the second half. Why? On a night on a night where he's shooting 60% and scoring 30 points, like, there was so, even in the fourth quarter, like, and he had a, a couple good takes in the fourth quarter, but it's like, right, I think right after that one I talked about where he came in the lane, he hit, uh, he hit um, Isaiah Stewart with the bulldog move, finished, threw him, over him with the right hand, should have been an one We came down the court the next possession, and he didn't touch the ball. And it's just like, yo, why would you not go back? Like, if Julius, let Julius make a play. Let Julius make a play and get to the basket and finish. We are going to run through him for the next six minutes. And I just would like RJ to get a little bit of that treatment, just a little. I think it would help him and help the team. Yeah, um, great takes all around. I will just say this, um, and then we're going to go to Bankai. Um, so so we we say a lot of statements based on the fan base and there are a lot of very like bold statements we make about the fan base and we have to understand right the nick fan base are millions and millions of people worldwide we see give or take 10 percent, 15 percent of the fan base on the timeline on nick twitter like let's stop holding the fan base as if it's fact like what nick twitter says is fact as if there's not millions and millions of other fans in the world that do not agree or think the things nick's twitter thinks we have to be very mindful that clickbait is a thing right that nick's for clicks is a thing even if if you're a fan of the knicks it's a thing and that Sometimes these people don't even agree with their own takes. They're just saying it to, 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 for content. So, like, I get that we, like, get annoyed with it. But also, let's, I, I really want to stop giving energy to, like, those fans because it's, like, it's not a real thing. Most of the times it comes from people who has, like, 10 followers, no picture, just people, just randoms that's in, like, just, just random. Like, if you look up at the Jumbotron, I put... I posted Sharif Cooper's tweet, right? Let's be also mindful that it's not only Knicks fans who talk bad about their fans. Sharif Cooper said, sad we got fan bases that sit up and straight bash a player when he's struggling. Sad. It's not just us. We have to be mindful. We are the only ones who see what we do because we only watch Nick Twitter for the most part. Other fan bases bash players. It's not, it's it's sports. Every sport team has fans of the team who bash them. 
every sports team in the world. It is not just the Knicks fan base. So when we speak about the Knicks fan base as if we be walling and it's crazy that that we treat our every sports team does it. And Jay Nicky, I know you're gonna rebuttal it, but we gotta keep moving because I, I made a promise that I want this show to be over. Put it in the mentions. All right. Bankai, it's on you. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Shout out to Big Three. Uh, it's a beautiful fucking day uh, over here in New York City. Kind of feels like summer. Uh, so I'm a little bit conflicted. Like, for the first time in a while, I felt a little empty. So while I very much did enjoy RJ's performance, uh, I take nothing away from that. I, I thought it was great scoring 30 points on an efficient night against any NBA team, it doesn't matter what team it is, is, is pretty fucking good, right? Because not every player can do something like that. Um, it, it takes a lot to do it. But based on what happened with the Nets and then playing against the Pistons line last night, a win is a win, right? And part of me is happy about that. But part of me is also like empty just because I understand that there's concerns to me. There's a lot of glaring concerns with the team overall on both ends of the floor. The offense still looks very, very, how would I say, very disjointed, very, I don't know, like you do this and you, you get the ball and you do this, ISO here, ISO there, not enough ball movement, not enough player movement, not enough screens being set. And when they do set screens, it's like moving screens sometimes, not enough guys cutting to the basket, a lot of like selfish threes, especially from Julius. I don't understand why nobody gets in his ear and tells him like, hey man, like you're you only hit one three or two threes out of like seven or, or, or eight. Like get your ass in the post or work inside or something. Like at some point, I understand that some players have a philosophy where it's like, okay, you know, you're gonna keep shooting until they eventually drop. But at, but at the same time, like when they're not dropping, find something else to do, right? Like I remember Dwayne Wade, uh, I forgot what season it was exactly, but I remember at some point, like, his three, he wasn't, like, that great of a three-point shooter at some point. And, like, he he reduced the amount of threes he was taking overall. He was working more from inside and taking the ball to the basket and using mid-range shots. I got to look for that, but that's very well documented. But, again, defense, defensive-wise, uh, the, the defense still leaves a lot to be desired. Guys still look, still look lost out there. The three-point... Um, Defense is still bad, not enough communication. We're still letting guys, you know, random guys go off either the whole game or at certain points of the game. Like, for example, Isaiah Livers, you know, have any of you guys ever heard of him? Me personally, I haven't. I'm not going to disrespect him, but I haven't, right? And he kind of went off in the fourth quarter. And the Pistons were 1-3 away from tying the game, basically. So, again... I would never say no to a win because that's just the type of person I am. I can't, you know, that's how, that's how I'm wired. Right. But at the same time, I, I, I have to point out the concerns. Like it's not all good willy and nilly because we won the game. There's legit glaring concerns because we beat the Pistons, but what are we going to do when we play the Nuggets? What are we going to do when we play like the Cavs again? What are we going to do when we play both the Boston Celtics again? You know, these really good NBA teams that, those are my concerns, and that's it. That's all I got. Appreciate you, Bonkai. Appreciate you. All right, we're going to keep it moving. 
But Ankai, I'm gonna pray for for a good game. Like I'm a, a, like I like what Sean said about um, you know watching the trend with with a, with a player like RJ. Obviously, we can't do nothing about the coaching, and I know I know we're moving fast, but I'm a I'm a pray like I know that in in the Boston game, you know, offensively we we, we had a decent game. I think defensively we really are in that right now. Like like teams are scoring, you know, 110, 100, whatever. Like, I don't know what the average is. It's probably like 104 or something like that. Defensively, we need to get our shit together. Like seriously, but um, yo, I I, I want to I, what I say, and I said I want to beat the midday allegations. So I want to I want to I, I hope that we play better. I hope those are just L L games. I think teams are scoring one fifteen against us right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not gonna. That's not seriously. Jesus. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not cause for sustainable winning. It's it's. it's it's, it's gonna keep you as a mid team. I think the worst that I've seen is that we are thirteenth uh, in uh, scoring percentage in the third quarter, quarter, and we are la- dead last in scoring percentage in the fourth quarter. And uh, if you think you are going to win games, being dead last in scoring in the fourth quarter in the entire NBA. Not looking too good for you, and I mean, I, I Jalen Brunson. I I think that's where he should shine more. I think the offense should run through him, especially in the fourth quarter, um, because to me, he's our most clutch player. And I just don't see it happening when Julius Randle has so much. He's enabled to do so much in this on his team. I think things need to change, man. I we need to go back to how we played those first few games where. The ball moved, and the offense ran through RJ and and Jalen. I can't keep watching Julius Randle be the lead guard, and he's not a guard. It's frustrating. Um, all right, we're gonna go to Papa Left, but before I do, um, I'm gonna need y'all to put sleeves on. I'm so sick and tired of seeing Cedric wearing a jersey, not even a wife beater under it. I mean, like not a tank top, not like. I heard Sean. I, there were allegations. You had a sleeveless jersey on as well. Um, I, I was in, I was in comfort of my home, sir. Like I uh, wear a jersey without having anything under it. If I'm in the garden, I have a hoodie under it. But if not, okay. I can wear a jersey. I'm I'm very comfortable with my body. Okay. All right. Uh, just don't do it outside. But uh, Cedric, what's your what's your um, excuse here? Cause I'm you've at been home. doing this I'm, outside. I'm literally at home too. No, you did this in the streets. I, I'm at, you were I'm in the garden home. with sleep with no sleep. You're referring to a photo that I'm at home. So go to the next caller. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to have the conversation. Are you going? Are you going to wear sleeve a sleeveless jersey at the garden again? Depends on the weather. Did it in November. All right. It was really warm that day. It was like 75 degrees that day. Just so we're clear. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Papa left. All right. Um, I think Sean Geddes should be the uh, featured uh, host for the next show. Um, very good monologue. Very entertaining. Um, it took him It took him a while to get there. It took him a while to get there. But once he got to his back. This is what I say. Hold on. This is what I, this is what I say about Papa left all the time. I ain't never seen a more backhanded compliment motherfucker in my life. I'm about to, I didn't even up. get there. The backhand's not even there fuck. yet. We didn't ask Let me you get to the your backhand. opinion on who's the co-host. We didn't ask you shit. Okay, here's, Shut here's, up. here's the backhand. Okay. 
took him a while to get there, but he finally did. It reminded me of Jalen Brunson. There's a lot of people standing around and watching him, you know, get through his greatness. And then he got... Shut the fuck up. Your watch is ended. You don't fucking... I told you to stop with your backhanded compliments. Shut up. Tweet about it. Hey, wait. What, what just happened? <laughs> did you mute him? I kicked his ass. Did you? Yeah, he's out of here. Keep going. Fuck him. <laughs> it's my friend. I like him too, but I hate his backhanded compliment. Don't come up here with no backhanded compliment. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, what, what was the backhanded compliment? I missed it. He said you were like Jalen Brunson. You start slow and then you got to it. And everybody sat around watching you. Nigga, I had to leave my Call of Duty game just now. I felt like that nigga was yelling at me. <laughs> he said that I was like Jalen Brunson. I started slow and then I get to it. Yeah, your take. You took a while to get to it. But, it, but he, he started off saying you should be the close of the show. Then in comes backhanded compliment. And I've been calling him out on it. And I got fed up. And he got removed. And I don't feel bad. I want everybody to know. I don't feel bad. Wait, you completely I'm removed him out the whole show? I removed him from uh from the stage. He's down. He could be down there if he wants. No, Maybe he, he left. said he it. that attitude. Do the fuck it. you want. No, he said he, he just posted and said it's it shows up as unavailable to him. Yeah, well, he's not blocked. Eat a dick. You removed him from the entire space. You removed him from the space. I did not. D yes. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Um, but what I will say, um. I don't necessarily feel like that's a backhanded compliment because I didn't want to go directly into the argument. I didn't ask for your opinion either. I mean, it was about me. <laughs> I don't give a Have shit. Have you been drinking on this Saturday? He's nuts. Uh, yeah, like, I, I did kind of start slow because I started talking about everything else, and then I went into You know what you sound like, Sean? You sound like right now, because you know you, you had, there was some good there. You, 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 want, you want some of the love? Go find that shit in the comments. I, I'm just saying, I, I you know, I, I don't necessarily think that his comment was offensive or even really inaccurate. I did. I mean, it was a backhanded compliment to Jalen Brunson, maybe. You uh, know what? You I know what I think it is? Not to cut you off, Sean. Real uh, quick, I, this is what I think it is. And I tell people this all the time. I tell my daughter this. I tell people, if you continuously do it, it becomes your MO. So when there's any slither, when there's just a small sign that you're giving, you're doing something that people tagged you as, you're going to be guilty. And it's, damn. Yeah. What happened there? Because I don't think he really did anything. I wrong. don't even know what he was saying. I think it was a backhanded comment. I'll do but I, I, I started slow. <laughs> you know, I, I think what it is is the fact that he pointed out that you started slow on your show. You know what I mean? I think that's and And he said he, he couldn't just say you did a good job, right? He had to pair it with something negative. Like, I think that was the part that got said. Like, two truths and, like, two, you know. Two, and he, and, and he's back talking about I kicked him out the whole space. So, Sean, no. apologize. I think you did kick him out the space. I invited him back to the space. I didn't kick him out the space. That's on him. All right. But, yeah. Uh, Papa left. I... I, I I, I feel like I did start kind of slow because I didn't want to go right into the RJ thing because I knew it was going to go off the rails once I got there. So I went somewhere else first. Um, I'm I'm not. But Julito is right. You're normally a, a shit starter. And so when that, that – Julito, say what you said. You said you're your daughter so he can hear it. Cause that, that, I think oh, that's yeah. I said I say this to my daughter. So my daughter always, like, she gets in trouble in school, right? in class she's just like mischievous she does little things that's just she's like a young me imagine like 
this is school and I'm me. Like, this is what she does. She just does little mischievous things. And I always tell her, even if you're right or wrong, if this is your MO, if this is what people see you as, because you've done it so many times, you're always going to be guilty. So, Papa Love, I think you did. I think you can't. You meant it well. And but your MO is a shit starter. This is what you oh, do. You do it all day on the timeline. I'm have to call the timeout. When what was that word you just said? Which one? You said. I... <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I wasn't gonna say nothing, man. <laughs> what did I say? Because I, I want to cut. Did you say I think you meant it well, or did you? Did, I think you meant it well. No, I think you meant it well. Like okay, meant okay. it well. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah, okay, all right. Bro. No, <laughs> I meant it well. What does "minted" mean? I, 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 that's what I was asking. <laughs> listen, my vocabulary is top notch. I went to school for it. Come on. I'm sorry. I just I study English very well. Come on. You're setting yourself up for some crazy tweet screenshots. No, why? Because <laughs> I have very good diction. Pause. You know, you're right. Come on, man. I, I'm just saying, I do. All right, Papa left. Diction. Do, do, do you have a take? Yeah, no. That I is, oh, wait, I hold on. Hold on. Let me finish my Do you have a take that is not 40 prefaced minutes? with, no, no. Let me finish talking and you'll hear me. Do you have a take <laughs> that's not prefaced with a backhanded compliment? No, that I, got, won't I got you. Trigger, Casa <laughs> said, because we had. Cetaton, but Casa said lives deep within Cetaton. So, do you have a take that is going you're, to you're baiting, oh, you're baiting me into one, but I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Listen, I, I always defend you, man. And I, I don't know. You've got a special place in my heart. I don't know why. You are like one of the most. Because um, when I met weird, you. No, you're just one of the weirdest people I've ever met in my life. But I always defend you. Like you're like you mean well. I know you do. You just don't know what you're doing, and it's just so frustrating because everybody always fights for you. And I'd be yeah. like, no, he means well. But you're like <laughs> you're like my own personal Kanye. <laughs> it's all good. Um, good. good. All right, good. Let, good. Me, let me behave. Let me behave. Um, so, um, the 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 thing with me is that. I just want my take to be clear, right? I don't feel that there's anything that this team can show me from a win-loss standpoint that's going to uh, usurp or or take precedence or priority over the value on the team, either staying where it is or getting worse or getting better. I would much rather the team's value decrease or the team's value increase then stay right where it's at, okay? So there's a few, there's four people in this organization, and you could say there's one if you want to just bring it all up to Leon, but there's four guys right now that I, I literally, I know exactly who they are. There's nothing more to learn. We learn nothing by having them. Tom Thibodeau, is, we know who he is, all right? Julius Randle, we know who he is. Uh, Evan Fournier, we know who he is, and Derek Rose, we know who he is. It This team... Uh, when they when 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 the Knicks won last night, right? Or or when I say that the team's value is more important than a win loss record, I think that gets received by the timeline because we're Knicks fans and we've been rooting for this team to cut the lead to fifteen at the end of the third quarter for our entire existence. It gets received better after we lose to the Celtics versus after we we beat the Pistons, and 
I think that no front office is going to point back to what they saw last night and say and light up the phones, right? It, it, th- that win doesn't matter. Now, me watching the game, it matters because I'm watching the game for a meaningful result. So the only thing that I learned last night is that RJ cleaned his plate appropriately, right? And I agree with Sean. He could he could have could have probably had 40 if they actually featured him. Okay. Um, but he should. He should. It's Bohan, it's Corey Joseph. He should get an elbow in his chest, right? Everything else, right? The only meaningful minutes of the game that I watched was when Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, and Julius Randle ended the half together. Didn't see it again, okay, because it's illegal, because Tibbs doesn't want to lose the game because Jalen Duren's in the game and he feels like he needs Hartenstein and he needs Jericho Sims, okay? So I am watching the game. I am watching the game for meaningful things, but I didn't learn anything. So therefore, it is a meaningless win. Not all meaningless wins are had in April. Meaningless wins can be had in November. And I think that's a fair take. Now, do I want the team to win? Absolutely. Do I think that Sunday would be an impressive win? Knowing the Knicks and watching them my entire life, them playing a 12 o'clock game as, as people who live in New York City and winning that game? Yes, I'll take it. Absolutely. And to straddle 500 and to get over it is an accomplishment in the NBA. I'm not taking that away from them. But as far as like the, the overarching... Um, goal of this season is not going to be found in your 43rd win or your 39th win. It comes in the conversation in the offseason. What, what are NBA front offices going to call you and say, hey, can we get like we're, we, we got people uh, like Derek Rose. Derek Rose um, said he's in the unknown and then he's the first guy off the bench getting the Todd Gibson treatment. If Cam Reddish said he was in the unknown, he would get DMP'd until the deadline, and everybody knows that. There's there's things that go on in this team that don't have a clear direction, and and that's a problem. Like that 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 really is in it, it's keeping me from being happy, right? It's making me seen as miserable or a shit starter. But in all reality, I just want the team to have a clear direction. That's it. All right. And I'm not on Jalen Duran's dick, anonymous. Let me say something real quick. Um, g- g- yeah, good take. So, I'm, I'm scrolling through the uh, through the chat because I'm I, I'm in the chat. Uh, that's I live there, and I see Coke Butter Cheese uh, defending Papa Left. Now I know Coke Butter Cheese because we had an, an, a conversation a few weeks ago. I don't remember <laughs> who uh, started it, but somebody I don't follow him. He doesn't follow me, but he said the way y'all disrespect. Papa left every show is crazy. Shakes his head. I'm confused. I go to this person's <laughs> profile picture and they've got a fucking Brooklyn Nets hat on. So Papa left's got Brooklyn Net defense. Like it's like the ops defense. Like this motherfucker is Russia. Like he's just trying to like intrude and what's going on with the Knicks. I don't know, man. Papa left, don't bring your Russian bots in here. Uh, Great, great reference there, said. I promise I'm, not to say anything negative about it. I'm going to be honest. This Coke butter cheese guy has been defending Papa Left for quite some time. So much so that I honestly think that's Papa Left. 
<laughs> I will say that CP the franchise has a burner, and I can confirm it. Not really, but it's it's a theory that McBagel McMushroom is CP the franchise because when CP was getting burned on the timeline for saying Obi's a dud and wouldn't take the L, and everybody was just like, "Yo, dude, just take the L." This one guy with like four followers named McBagel McMushroom was like, "You're all wrong. CP is right." <laughs> But are you deflecting? Like, are you Coke butter cheese? Like, how do you have I am a not, I am not Coke butter cheese. How do you I did, have a I did, I did, I did, I, it would be, it would be a shame because if I pulled up my DMs with Coke butter cheese, it would be me, uh, like blasting like 2000 years of Jewish history to myself. <laughs> oh, you've been, you've been educated. So, you, so no, how, did you, how did you get the next fan to, to, to be your defender? Listen, I didn't. I was unaware of the Brooklyn. He he just changed his profile, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm unaware of the Brooklyn allegations. I'm not. Oh, they're I, there. Go look it up. I'm not fooled by the DMs you speak of, because I listen. You just seem like the kind of guy who knows how to cross his T's and dot his eyes. So if these allegations ever come up, you're going to find yourself DMing yourself so that you can be like, "Look, y'all, it's not me. I DM." Myself, I he DM'd me. Nah, I know you. You crushed your teeth and dotted your eyes, Papa Left. You yeah, cook butter cheese. You hey. cook butter cheese. All right, man. We're gonna move on. Uh, I do what you say, Sean? No, I was just saying that was a good take. No, and also with Jalen no. Brunson, right? No, 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 <laughs> no. no. I'm muted. No, no, no. Don't hit the mute button on me, bro. Come on. Absolutely not. Like, come on. No, you spoke for three minutes. We have to move on. No. Get it out in the fucking first five minutes. <laughs> Damn. Um, Sky, man. Um, shout, I want to shout out, before we get to our, our close of Pharaoh, um, and Pharaoh, please write, write something right now. Have a good close. Um... This woman, I don't know who she is. First time I'm really seeing her in the in the chat like that. She is completely doing an uh, entire play by play of the show right now in in the mentions. It's like our own personal subtitles. Uh, so shout out you Uptown Sheila. I don't know who you are, uh, but it's absolutely funny because she's literally just writing everything that's happening right now on the show. She's giving the minutes. She's our she's the KCDA stenographer. Oh, got it, got it. I appreciate it. She's absolutely hilarious because it seems like she's an older woman and she thinks this is how you're supposed to like tweet while you listen to Spaces. It's mad funny. This um, is, yo, I don't know. That was wild. Yeah, that that was very wild to say. That was no, that was you know, like older people no, 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 don't really know no, how to work no, social media. No, I'm trying to clean that up. <laughs> Old people don't know how to work social media sometimes. No, those jokes work for Brutus. Because we know Brutus and Brutus is Brutus. You can't no, just say I, that. I, I, I absolutely wasn't even joking. I just was saying. Uh, brother, stop expounding, please. <laughs> probably an older woman. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, just, I just read these comments. It's incredible. She's literally going through the entire <laughs> show. Like, like literally. She's giving them. This is accessible, you know? Like, we, we, you know, everybody can hear or see or, you know. I just got to say one of the, a few of the tweets she said. She said, Seti said, Papa Left is working with Russia. He, laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. No, he is not. Then she said, I appreciate it. Okay, Papa Left is speaking. He is taking the talking the value of the team. 
Four people, Rose, Tibbs, Fournier, and Randall. He wants them gone, I think. He said it was a meaningless win. Hold up. I disagree, bro. A win is always great. It builds up championship. Duh. What? <laughs> then she said, Lito said, Papa is shaky. His profile flick is fishy. Russia ties. Um, yeah, it's just... Uh, I, I, like, I like that, you know, I like how she's, uh, you know, summarizing what happened while also throwing a bit of her uh, opinion in there. I think that's effective. <laughs> All in a hug. How many... Does she got Twit Blue? How many, <laughs> how many characters she got to tweet this shit? That was a lot in one damn tweet. <laughs> My mother's then, name is Sheila. But Maybe that's funny. You got two burners, yo. Look yeah, it's funny. She calls Cedric Seti, and she also calls him Shine. Does she, what, how does she spell Seti? Is it is it with a Y or I-E? No, C-E-D-D-Y. Okay, I can respect the Y. Yeah, and she said she also calls, oh, calls you Shine. And she says, Shine is funny. And then is, that, capital, is that all caps with the lowercase i? Yes. Oh, really? Oh, my. And, the, and then... Oh, and, shit. Let me go look. She tapped in. And then she said, in capital letters, I can do what I want. Don't play with her, man. All right. Let's move oh, that's on. That's that little Uzi Vert. I wish I had that. I wish I had that drop. I got to get more shit. No, I do what I want. All right. Let's 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 wrap this show up. Um, Pharaoh, talk to us. Yo, what's good with everybody? What's good with everybody? Shout out, uh, Julito. Shout out, Seth. Shout out, Sean. Uh, first off, I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. It's a lot of new check marks in the building. Hey, what's up? <laughs> we all hit the check mark plug. Outside. Everybody's I'm nice outside. and certified now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, said you the same plug I went to, huh? Hey, hey, man. Deal. Listen, you know, I was trying to get <laughs> eight dollar deal, right. thirty days, ain't it? <laughs> Y'all been working hard out here. Y'all been working hard out here. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to go ahead and check up. <laughs> I had to verify that thing. You know what I'm saying? I had to go ahead and throw that eight on it, man. I had to throw that eight on it. Go ahead and check up, man. You know. Hey, Farrell, I'm gonna be honest. I ain't got the eight. I ain't you got, got the eight. eight. No, I, I no. Eight. You, you got. You know. I mean, you was on TV. So, no, so. look, bro. I, I ain't got the eight. Remember that Martin episode? He is. Oh like, yeah, I ain't, got, got, <laughs> I ain't got it. Man. I ain't got the eight. And you know what? I'm not going to have the eight next month. They about to repo these joints. We about to be checked. We about to be- I can't wait to see everybody's <laughs> we check about to be going three. next month. Hey, that, y'all nicks, y'all nicks that's accounts. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't slick. <laughs> y'all how many slick. eights y'all got? Because I know, I know Teague ain't got the eight next month. Hey, Christmas. Man, hey, hey. I, this was a trial deal, man. I, I talked to I talked to Plug Musk, man. He said, hey, go ahead and try that thing out for 30 days. See how you feel, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It ain't no different. <laughs> so, you know. I, I don't it really know, ain't no I, different. If you make your tweets go slower, like you got hit. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, the edit don't even really edit it. Say, they, it. say I edit it, which is defeating the purpose. Like, why tell people I edited it? Like, it's, you know, it's it's no point. It's just so I could flex a little bit. Fake flex. Because if you click on it, it'll say where I got it from. So. Anyway, <laughs> um, beyond that, man, hey, look, we all know what's going on with the Knicks, man. We all see what's going on with Tibbs. We all see what's going on with Julius. And like uh, like Papa Love said, none of that shit's really going to change anytime soon until Leon says enough is enough, right? The only thing we can really hold on to this game is the RJ performance. And a lot of people annoy me, like, uh, like Sean said earlier. They annoy me because when RJ has a bad game, or has a game that he's not shooting as well, right? They go straight to RJ. Straight to RJ. It's on him. He's not good enough, blah, 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 which I'm not even mad at. He has to grow up as a player. But 
when he does good, we look at everything except RJ. We don't give RJ the credit, right? And RJ deserves way more credit for having to play in the starting lineup with Julius Randle and having to deal with him in the paint 24-7 and still being able to get his shots off and be, what, like a 64% true shooting around the rim? Like, it's it's crazy what he's doing with so many roadblocks in the way, so I can't wait till we get those things out of the way for RJ. Um, outside of that, man, I mean, like, like Sean said, like a lot of people said, it's not about watching the Knicks for your player or to see your agenda win. I said this last time, but I'm going to say it again. We all need to realize what's going on with the team. And we all need to realize what direction the team is going in. And it's the direction of where RJ is going to take us. <laughs> RJ is our best player. And we just got to stick behind our players and watch us too good and see what, where it can take us. And you know what I'm saying? Like, now that I'm verified, I feel like I have, <laughs> I have, I have the ground to stand on and tell you niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, RJ is the best player on the Knicks. And shout out Jalen Brunson as well. But he needs a lot more respect. Thank y'all. Uh, I'm ready for the next game, man. Sunday, we're going we gonna to win that thing. We're going to win. Break bars. Yes, sir. Excellent, Farrell. Thank you, man. Great, great closing. Great closing. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, very verifiable take. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think, I, think you, that, I think that take was mass certified. You yeah, when you get verified, things have changed. You know, Dick, you know what I'm saying? I got to get a little, little, little better. Y'all niggas got y'all y'all tweet y'all talking off of better phones now. Did you get it? Did you upgrade the phone with the Wait, tell me, why Pharaoh check going? Oh, see, see, come on, man. That's just right there, oh, man. I got a screenshot no, for going, you. It's not going, it's not going. It's, it's not, not going, man. Come on, man. No. Ain't repoed yet. <laughs> ain't repoed yet. That that all take right. every cent. All right. <laughs> Worth all the eight dollars. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I can't wait to see next month when the December hit and that them them Christmas bills come. And I mean, let us see where well, nah, Elon, Elon took that away. He took it's, it's no longer available. Yeah, yeah he took it away. He's, but, he's not doing it no more. So nobody gonna have them checks. Like, like no, said, but them, once you lose you it, it's gone. That accounts, man. You nix muses. You you ain't low. <laughs> we you gonna be just like us next month. <laughs> I just want to say, like, but, oh, wait, so if you don't pay it and you lose it, you don't get it back? No, no they're I, taking I think it they're away completely. It, he's not going to do, he's not going to do the checks no more. Like, yeah. he realizes it's a bad idea. <laughs> Shit, LeBron. Wait, wait, wait. Call. So next month, all the people who bought the checks are going all the check. You can't buy yeah. a check after this month, bro. You can't. It's oh, good. so you can't renew it. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't even renew check? it. <laughs> can't even renew it. <laughs> yeah, so, gotta, you better enjoy these three weeks. By fake tweets. That's so funny, bro. Yeah, he never he never thought of the idea of somebody posing as LeBron James and saying that he wanted to trade. So, damn, bro, Pharaoh, you. Hey, bro, look, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going crazy these next three. But weeks is there is there a merit base to get the check anymore, or is it just no. buy it? It's, no, no, well, it's merit based now. You got to email, email Musk. It's Musk mad easy to get verified, to be honest. It is though. Like even before all this, like if you if you have like two pieces of like fact that your your brand exists outside of Twitter, then they'll let you have that shit. But, yeah, nah, $8, man. That's a Chipotle bowl down here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. Pharaoh, your check is going on my end as well. You told Yo, me. what's going on, man? Yo, they, they getting rid of the check. The plug gave me a Fugazi check? 
he gave yeah, me the, the, the check. It's like, going on my end. So that yo, means, yo. That, nah, the plug. Nah, nah, he, he gave me the check. Canal Street check. That's crazy. You spoke too much about the check. You can't say the check. That's what happens when you name your plug, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm going to have to go ahead. Hey, Jenny, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good bar, right? His check bounce? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they got ready. Did you Screenshot yourself for the check at least. Oh, you already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> That's the next album cover. That's the next album cover. I might. My, my certified check about to be my header after they take it away. Man, yeah, call okay. the next album verified. Verified. Dude. Checked and up. You know what That's kind of crazy how it's gone, though. It is gone. That's, That's crazy. What the fuck? Public, Hold bro. on, let me look at you. Can't do that. Making, making, nah, y'all, y'all trolling, man. You making it hot? You making it hot? You making the block hot? Say yeah, chill out, man. Yeah. I right. promise. I, I swiped the space down and I swiped it back up, and your shit was gone. Yeah, your shit's gone. That's crazy. Shout out, Musk, man. Get, yeah, getting repoed in this show is wild. <laughs> get it, get in my that's check a repo fact, mid Reeves. show. Like that's a little, you know. Getting repoed mid show is great. Oh wait, Sheila has Sheila's back. Sheila said Pharaoh stunting like his daddy. Blue check mark. Whoa, he said he's been back all month. Sheila is hilarious. Yo, bro. yo, yo. <laughs> I'm standing like, who's Sheila? That's so funny. She says, stand like your daddy. Yeah, wow. right. Oh, that's 0-3 Wayne, huh? Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up, man. Hey, Pharaoh, uh, it was it was good to know you as verified Pharaoh, man, but you're back to... You're back to hey, it was a good few days. It was a good few days. Yeah, all of, all of a sudden that take wasn't so good. <laughs> yeah, that take was kind of good. If you really think about it, you really think about it. That take was not that great. Uh, all right, nah, I liked it. It was good. All right, let's let's final thoughts, man. Cedric, speak to me, man. Yo, I wanna uh, I wanna give a quick shout out to Rels, man. I know Rels was was in the ER um, a couple of days ago. I hope he's I hope his health is well. I hope he's good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I would be remiss. I hope that Breeze's daughter is good, too. I hope everything is straight. I hope her health is good. I hope everybody's health is good. Um, for those who think I hate Papa Left, I was actually supposed to go to Papa Left's house yesterday. Didn't work out. We'll figure it out another time. Um, so, no, I don't hate Papa Left. But I often do feel like this about Papa Left. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. And I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. Uh, I always have closing statements that have nothing to do with the team. I am worried about Kanye West. I saw his most recent video, and I don't know what to think about what he's talking about. Um, somebody said, I think it was Charlemagne, and he said something like, you know, this looks like somebody who's not going to be here for a while. Not getting super deep, but, like, I've dealt with a, a, two close friends who, who've committed suicide. I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's, like, cool. I think Charlemagne, for all his therapy, uh, missed the mark on that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just a little worried about my brother's mental health. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it seems like he's empowered by, first of the microphone in general. I mean, he obviously loves attention, and he loves those who... who see his viewpoints as valid uh that's evidenced by his documentary where you know he was talking complete nonsense on fox and somebody was explaining what he was saying and what they were explaining was nonsense and he's like look they, they, they get me and it was like bro this shit sounds ridiculous so a little worried about that brother um 
I hope he's uh you know gets the help he needs. And um yeah. As far as this game tomorrow, looking forward to it. Wanna shout out Moselle. Shout out Moselle. He uh he was in the garden last night and, and hooked me up, got me some 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 swag. I appreciate you, my brother. Um shout out C T Pittman. You know what I mean? Good dude. I can't wait till you come back to the city. I shout out all y'all. I can't shout I can't shout anybody. Shout out Doug B. I wanna shout out my Jewish brothers. You know, I gotta shout out my Jewish brothers. <laughs> um, but nah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to the game. I don't want to lose. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to lose to the Thunder. We've lost to the Thunder before, uh, twice, twice actually last year. One game at home when we were up double digits. So like, let's take care of business. If, if, if look, if we're gonna always lose to good teams, let's 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 beat the, the teams that don't want to win. They don't want to win. So I, I would like to, uh, I'd like to get that win off. And looking forward to what's that? That means we're gonna have a show on Monday. Let's rock and roll, man. Love. Uh, yeah, man. Um, another good show, you know, always, always a good time. Love y'all. Love the vibes. Um, love to everybody in here. Yes. Rels, hope, hope you're good. Hope all is well and you're uh, health, you know, in good health, um, speedy recovery, all of that. Um, and to everybody here, you know, just, um, I know, I know the Knicks take a lot off of us. You know, I feel like the Knicks have literally taken at least months, probably years off my life with all the stress. Um, and they will continue to do so. And so, you know, because we're Knicks fans, we got to take care of ourselves even more to compensate. So, you know, I hope everybody's taking care of themselves uh, physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, and on that note, yeah, I, I too am uh, worried about Kanye. Um, as someone with bipolar disorder, um, you know, I, I feel like even more, you know, I guess invested and worried. And, you know, I just want that to be, you know, it's not, it's not funny. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not saying you got to not disagree with Kanye. I'm not I'm not speaking up for the things that Kanye says or Kanye does. But um, regardless of what's going on or what's happening, you know, it's just it's it's not funny to watch somebody in a mental break. Um, I've had a public mental break um, and, you know, it, it's just very um, alarming. And I want every and I also think that. And I also want to say, I always want to say this, and this is impossible and everything that I'm about or whatever, but mental health is, it goes far beyond uh, just the people who are diagnosed. I think that mental health is literally just a part of health. And so I think that we all need to uh, maintain and be mindful of, you know, how we're feeling, what we're thinking, and, um, you know, our impact on others and, you know, all, all that stuff. I think it's just very important to be mindful of that. I think, you know, in the, especially with the way the world is going right now, you know, we can get caught up in things and, you know, I, it's just best to, you know, lead with love. And, you know, and, and, and even I forget that sometimes as somebody who's, you know, like it's, it's tough, but you know, it's, it's very important to be mindful of how you feel. And, you know, cause if you are not aware of your own energy, then you can't be in control of the energy you're putting out into the world. And so, you know, be mindful, uh, be kind, and please, like, don't make, I don't like, and I, I mean, I can't tell people what to say, but when people, like, say mental illness and shit, like, as a joke or a punchline, I really, really hate it. Like, it's, like, the one thing in the world that probably grinds my gears the most. Um, and so, you know, people do the whole mental health, mental health, mental health, because it's a cool tagline, but, you know, people don't really live that, and people don't really um, back that up. And so just please be mindful of that going forward. Um, somebody also you like used the R word in my mentions the other the, the other day saying something about Tibbs I think or something like that. I don't rock with that either. 
and that's not a personal thing. Like I just like it, I, I, I'm not personally affected by it, but I just don't think it's cool. I think there's a lot of words and terms that aren't necessary, like th that don't have to be used. You know, like I used to say that when I was a kid, but it's like as I grew up and understood and you know, like understand what it means or how it could affect different people and things like that. It's it's not something I have to say. And so ask yourself if some of the things you do or some of the things you say are things that have to be done or said. And you can remove a lot of things. And, you know, just the, the world becomes a little bit of a better place every day. Um, but, you know, love y'all. Um, and, you know, be like your team, bro. Like your team, like your players. Or root for them, at least. Support them. Um, you know, be happy about their good games. I, 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 I want the narrative of... You know, at some point, and I'm not saying it's a narrative because I do come in here very happy, but I, I want it to not feel like RJ had a good game. Oh, boy, here goes Sean for a victory lap. Like, I want it to be like, yo, let me start stretching so I can run with Sean tomorrow. Like, run with me on these victory laps. Like, we should take victory laps when RJ has great games. We are his fans. And, you know, I know Julito said that a lot of fan bases, yeah, cool. Like, that's true of, like, basketball fans. Like, the NBA Twitter discourse in general is just terrible. Um, people don't like basketball, they like narratives. That goes for all fan bases. But I do not think it goes for all fan bases that a 22-year-old can drop 30 on 60% and everybody talks about how bad he is. I don't know if that happens everywhere. And so even if it does, like, okay, my, my parents would always say, like, everything. I'd be like, oh, my friends, blah, blah, blah. And my parents, they'd be like, do your friends live in this house? No. So, like, I don't care what other fan bases do. I want us to be a better fan base. I want us to have a better experience. I want us to be more educated fans more nuanced fans and to have more intelligent and nuanced conversations and to be more supportive of our team and so i, I think we're all capable of that so i'm going to keep holding everybody to that standard everybody talks about holding rj to a standard holding players to a standard well i'm holding fans to a standard as well love y'all everybody have a great weekend oh yeah okay um so i, I guess it's i would be remiss if i if i didn't say this but um I'm not worried about Kanye West. Um, sorry to kind of go against, you know, my host, but I'm not. Um, Kanye West has let me down entirely too many times. I'm probably one of Kanye West's biggest fans. Um, I woke up 6 o'clock in the morning to go buy all three of college dropout, late registration, and graduation. Um, I've supported, I've defended, and I've uh, stood for Kanye West for a very long time. And I'm not going to do it anymore because he has let me down a lot. And I'm very clear his mental health has led the way. And at the same time, there has to be some responsibility taken and accountability. Right. Um, so that's just my personal belief. Uh, listen, I, I, if you stand for if you if, if you worried, if you're worried for him. If you continue to stand with him, if you think what he says is like, like right, I'm not against that at all. Julito, personally, I can't do it anymore. Just that's just me, and I'm not against any, what anybody else believes, and that's 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 all good. Um, but I do pray for his mental health always. Yeah, Julito, I want to just say to you what you're saying. Like that's real, bro. Like. People get exhausted, like, and that, and that's okay too. Like, you know, and, and I don't even think that means that that you for you to say I pray for his mental health. I don't even think that if somebody were to take what you're saying and think that you lack empathy, that's not even what I'm getting. You're just oh. exhausted. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, yo, I'm just 
I'm over here. And you know, like, you know, happens. you know what it is said. Honestly, and this is you know, I try not to be as you know TMI. I try to keep my personal life personal. Um, but what you just said hit me right. It's it's really because like I have a brother that suffers from mental health in a, a real serious way, and I try my hardest to like really be there for him, and like I really really try. And then I get very exhausted because it's like he just does not, like, understand that he needs help. And it's but so much I can do. And it's really, really is sad and frustrating and extremely exhausting. And I'm not trying to make me be the point in his mental health. But, like, when someone lets you down so much and disrespects you and treats you like shit and tell you you're not shit and value other people over what you've done for them. And I'm using, like, my brother and Kanye West, because Kanye West is, like, literally downplayed, violated, and disrespected black people who have stood for him since the beginning of his career and, and like, put, like, other cultures on pedestals. When he's sane, when he's taking meds, when, like, he's violated us so much that, like, it comes a point where I got to let go. When I personally have to let go. And I get it. Mental health is leading it. It's leading his like. His. 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 Discourse. And at the same time. It's like. At a certain point. I got to get off the Titanic. Before it hits the iceberg. I have to. And it's unfortunate. Because like. Like what those three albums did for me. Personally in my life. I don't think music has never touched me in that way. And at the same time, I have to like know when enough is enough. That's just me. Um, but like, again, like I said, man, I pray for all everyone's mental health. Everyone. I pray that you like, you know, I, I think about you often, Sean, when I'm like, yo, just, you know, I hope my boy doing all right, you know, today, you know, cause I understand like some days are way better than others. And some days you're just like, I can't do it. So I think about you often. I think about all of y'all often. Like it's funny. Like I always say, like yo, oh we us being Nick fans, we gotta like, you know, try a little harder to have self care. Now I kind of really mean that. Like it's not kind of a joke. You know what I mean? Like I really like yo. Like it's tough being a, like in love with something that just seems like it doesn't love you back for so many years. It's really really tough. Like <laughs> and it's like we we're like masochist at this point like we enjoy the pain and it's like really tough and like i don't know about y'all when like the knicks lose it kind of messes my nights up and like to continuously having messed up nights does not bode well for your health you know what i mean like i've like gotten into arguments with people that i did not need to argue with because the knicks lost like that's not a good look you know what i mean so like i'm understanding that like for real let's like Yo, tomorrow I like I'm gonna give before we really get out of here because our final thoughts have been like 30 minutes. But like tomorrow, I just give I'm gonna give y'all homework. Everybody, do something kind for yourself. And like you don't need money to do something kind for yourself. Like you don't. It doesn't have to be a financial thing. But like just even if it's like five minutes, everyone tomorrow do something kind for yourself if if you can. Um, and if you can't, like. You know, reach out for support. Reach out for support from someone, from someone in your tribe, someone in your family, significant other. You got to understand, you can't be 
helped if you always looking like Superman. Like you can't oh like you can't be not helped because I I don't like using that word because we're not helpless people. But like you can't be supported if everybody think you got it together. Because I'm like sure we're all like the strong friends in our like dynamic group, like relationship groups. Like yo, we can't be helped. You know how I many people have been like yo, I, I I just thought you had it together. I just thought you were good. Like if you need support, reach out to people in your lives and be vulnerable and be intimate, you know, with it. Like an intimate is not like, you know, the sex word, like it's intimate and to me, you see, you know what I mean? That's how I look at when I see intimacy, like be intimate with the people in your lives and be vulnerable and share. And like tomorrow, please like, or today, whichever you prefer, do something kind for yourself. Just one thing, whether that's taking a really good nap, you know, meditating, you know, telling somebody I love you or you, you know, someone telling you they love, you know, a massage if you got the bread, you know what I mean? Or if you got a significant other, have them massage. Like, do something kind for yourself. Because I'm sure next week we'll have, like, 70 new traumatic triggers experiences like that will, like, have us all rattled again. So, like, you know, do something nice for yourself. Um, I right, man, that, you know, that went left. Yeah, <laughs> final thoughts were left. Just, just so we're clear, Julito, you didn't mention this, but masturbation is a form of self-care. All right. Oh, what is your problem? All right. All right. You were being so, like, emotionally mature and... Cedric. Is it not true? Cedric. It's true. Oh, my goodness. Think about it. But, yeah, to, to what Julito just said, though, uh, I, I always say nobody can save you if, if they don't know you're drowning. So, yeah, reach out to people. Let them know how you feel. That's facts. Said something's wrong with you, man. I love you, though, bro. I do. But I, I wanted to say one more RJ comment before we got out of here. Hey, man, he made a pass yesterday from the high right wing to Obi in the deep left corner. It was so beautiful. He made it with his right hand, too. It was gorgeous. Obi missed the shot, so it wasn't an assist, and it won't be a highlight anywhere. But what a pass. There we go. Always bring it back. I'll get, I got some Ronnie Fig thoughts on Monday. I'll give them on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Let's. We got to end the show. All right. Um. Yo, I want to do a weekly shout out to my guy Roy, our uh, producer here at KCDA, and also our guy Sephiroth, our graphic designer here at KCDA. Thank you for all the hard work that you put into the show. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thank you for all the endless hours you spend creating graphics and editing this craziness we you know put a hundreds in the comments for both of those gentlemen who do it like like effortlessly and make us look really great we really appreciate y'all man thank you so much um and i'm like gonna make sure i shout y'all out weekly so that people know and if you need any kind of audio engineering needs holla at roy he's down there in the chat if you need any graphic design needs holla at my guy suffering um please do that uh also shout out my guy jay nicky on the graphics as well he did my album cover i'm going to be releasing that this week my album cover uh my album is coming out december 16th so this week the uh on wednesday i'll be dropping uh the album cover along with the date and all those good things so my album is coming out on my birthday, December 16th. So shout out to my guy, Jay Nicky, for that. And holla at him also for your graphic design needs. Definitely a friend to the show. 
Um, shout out Breeze. Shout out Breeze who makes who, who sparingly makes shorts content for us. Hopefully he'll start making some more content because when he makes it, it's fire. So shout out yeah. Breeze. Shout out Breeze. We appreciate you, Breeze. All right, man. Y'all know the rules, man. Oh, winesbymoselle.com. Get your wines. Get your wines. Um, KCDA is the uh, you can get you get a you get a discount if you put in KCDA as a discount code. Yes, sir. Winesbymoselle.com. All right. Y'all know the rules. Stay out the way. Stay sucker free. Please stop wilding on the timeline. Just stop. I know I said last episode you can wild on the timeline. They were deserving of it. I, this is what I'll say. Wild on the timeline responsibly. Wild on the timeline responsibly. That's what I'll say. And um, hopefully you made the pod. Uh, see you Monday at noon till we meet again. Peace. Adios. Pew. No. K-C-C-D. Hey, hey.